What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Jerry One Podcast. This is now episode number 17 of the Jerry One Podcast. We're still going strong. Today is Tuesday, January 26, 2021. You're watching this on Wednesday, January 27, 2021. And uh, yeah, we got a big show on hand like we always do. But first, I'm your host, Nick Felice, two-time Jerry One champion, I uh, just want to remind you that you can listen to this podcast. Maybe you're listening to it right now on Apple Podcasts, iTunes. So Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Breaker. And if you're wondering what Apple Podcasts, iTunes is, easiest way to get that. If you have an iPhone, it is the podcast app. So what do we have on store today? Uh, we're talking fantasy basketball and fantasy hockey. This is going to be more of a fantasy basketball podcast, but uh Going on in fantasy basketball, we just concluded week five. It's on to week six now. Only a 12-week regular season, remember. Uh, Kyle Murphy, 5-0. and He's the only undefeated team, and he has to thank his brother-in-law, Justin Kiefer, getting the upset win over Larry. Larry was 4-0, but an upset loss by Larry, you know. Not his best game he played in week uh, week five. But, uh, you know, that happens in fantasy. It's hard to go undefeated. That's why no one's done it. Kyle, though, still undefeated. We'll we'll talk about how, how he can do. Can he go undefeated? You know, no one's ever done it. It's going to be tough to do. Uh, Matt versus Blake is a big week six game. Gotta, you got to touch on that. Um, that's going to be a huge game. They're both three and two. The loser falls back to 500. And with a bunch of teams in the mix now, Justin Kiefer looked at as maybe as a threat. You know, a lot of these teams on, on their heels. So, huge game in week six. Week six is the closing point of the first half of the regular season. So, a lot going on in basketball. Hockey, on, on the other hand, just getting started, but not a lot of time there either. It's only a 10-week regular season. Week two just concluded. Week three is, is underway. Um, Nate bounces back. He beats me in a battle of 0-1s. Uh, Nate, you know, still scoring really well. He's still the biggest threat in this league and um, gets the 1-1, gets his first win of the season. Hugh also gets his first win of the season. Came back from nine points down on Sunday to stun Jack. Jack was you know, he was thinking 2-1-0. Now plays Nate this week. I mean, it could be 1-2 for Jack. It could be a huge turnaround. This last could be these next eight days for Jack and his fantasy hockey team. And we'll also talk about what's wrong with me and what's wrong with Paul. You know, we're two semifinals teams. We're all in two. We're the only two teams without a win yet in fantasy hockey. We're going to get into that. We're, we're going to all talk about it. But today's guest on the show is part of the Fantasy Basketball League. And it's his first time on the podcast, which would be the 12th different person of the 19 active owners that I want to get on the show. He'd be the 12th of 19th active owner. So who's on today? Today's guest is the one and only 5-0 Kyle Murphy. My cousin Kyle is on the show today. We're going to talk to Kyle. We're going to talk about his 5-0 start. We're going to talk to him a little bit about last year as well, about how him getting cut short. You know, he was one of the teams to beat last year as well. And now he's really come out strong this year, off to a 5-0 start. First ever five and all start just in the second year in a Jerry One Fantasy Sport. We're, Kyle's on the show. Kyle Murphy's on the show. We're going to talk to Kyle in just a minute. But uh, yeah, that's today's show fantasy basketball, fantasy hockey. Let's get it going. Jerry One Fantasy Sports Podcast, episode number 17, is getting going right now. Kyle's going to come on in a second, but let's talk a little bit about fantasy basketball before we bring Kyle on to the show. Uh, what's going on? You know, it's week six. This is the last week of the first half of the regular season, or short and regular season, because we saw 
19 weeks in the first year. Then we've seen 16 weeks in the second, third, and fourth years. You know, the fourth year did not finish in the playoffs. And this year we got a 12-week fantasy football type uh, regular season. So, you know, off to a off to a good start. This I still I still to this day still think this is the tightest Jerry one week, the tightest Jerry one league we've ever had. Um, Kyle won. He beat Kurt. Kyle five and all, like I mentioned before. Kurt falls to two and three. Kurt has had such a brutal schedule to start the season. You know, he's had to face all five weeks someone with zero losses in their loss column. And, um, you know, these last four weeks he's looked at, you know, he's probably looked at the top four teams, the Sams, the Kyles, the Larrys, the Mats. Kurt went one and three in those four games, which dropped his record to below 500 right now. And um, we're going to talk about it in just a second because one matchup I want to we'll talk about Kurt's next matchup in week six here. Just a second because Justin Kiefer, two and three, pulled off a big upset over Larry, like I said. Larry no longer undefeated. Justin Kiefer gets a big win. Big win to show that he's here to stay. Uh, like you can, you can say um, – you can say Larry, you know, didn't have the best week. He just had an off week. But let's give some props to Justin Kiefer. He went out there and he played his best fantasy basketball probably of the year. And he went out and got a big win. He knew he needed that win. He didn't want to follow one forward and four straight loss. Justin Kiefer goes out there, you know, people look at him as a fantasy hockey guy. We're talking about fantasy hockey in the show, but Justin Kiefer off the two and all start in fantasy hockey. Here he is picking up his second ever win here in fantasy basketball. You know, you know, he's trying to really figure out the basketball game. He's not in the playoff picture currently, but a huge win for Justin Kiefer and his boost of confidence, you know, stay around. And he helped out his uh, brother-in-law, Kyle, you know, be on top of the standings all alone. But Kurt plays Justin Kiefer this week. And just when you thought Kurt was going to get an easy game, he has to now play Justin Kiefer, who's coming off a big win over Larry. That's going to be tough. Uh, another huge game in week five was definitely Justin Hewa finally beating Paul. Uh, Justin, it was a battle of two and twos. Justin gets to three and two. Paul falls to two and three. It had been 1,057 days since Justin Hill last beat Paul in Jerry One Fantasy Sports. And um, that happened in the 2017-2018 loan season of Jerry One Fantasy College Basketball on Fantrax.com in the semifinals that year. That was the last time Justin beat him. That was nearly three years ago, which is incredible because these guys play in football every year. They play in basketball now every year uh, since Paul rejoined. Um, and they've been around since 2011, since Jerry one started. So that was a huge, huge monkey to get off Justin's back. And he finally beats a legend like Paul. Paul's right there, though. You know, Justin's the sixth seed right now, last seed in. Paul is the last seed out, seventh seed right now. So a big win for Justin. We'll see what happens. And speaking of Justin, he did make the league's first trade this year with me. Uh, a trade that happened on last Tuesday, a week from today, as I'm filming this. Uh, January 19th, I made a trade with Justin. I needed a guard. Justin needed a center. I gave him DeAndre Ayton of the Phoenix Suns. He gave me Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz. Both off the solid starts you know, in our last couple games with our teams and then the first couple games with our new team. So we'll see how this goes. I'm one and four right now. I lost to Sam Shields in week five. Sam finally got his revenge over me. Uh, I had I had the number against Sam in this league. And um, 
And Sam, you know, he he's all, the only playoff game he's ever finished in this league. He lost to me in the semifinals two years ago. So big one for Sam. He's scoring's down, but wins are there. Four one. Sam, if he figures out his scoring, and which he did, he finished top three in scoring. You know, Kyle was top in scoring. No surprise there. And then Matt had a good scoring as well. Sam, top three in scoring. Uh, finally starting to figure it out here in fantasy basketball. So we'll see what happens there. Speaking of Matt, three and two. Um, Got top three in scoring. I was unlucky this week. I, I'll just say that real quick. I was unlucky. Um, top six in scoring. I did not win. That gives you an unlucky week if you were wondering. But uh, Matt, three and two, beat Jack, one and four. Jack was coming off his first win over Josh. It was a little bit of life for this Jack team, but second last in scoring once again here in week, here in week five. Uh, so I, this Jack team, they're there, they're there, but I don't know. I don't know how much longer this team's going to be around. This team needs a lot of work. They need to make a trade. Speaking of trades, the trade deadline is less than four weeks away. It is on Monday. It is on, hold on one second. It is on Monday, February 22nd at noon Eastern standard time. So Let's see if there's more trades. Kurtzman wanted to make trades. I've heard Justin Kiefer's been in got some offers, maybe for Bam out of bio. Hmm? Who's doing that? Uh, and, uh, yeah, so tough loss for Jack. Sets him back a little bit. You know, this unfinished business season for Jack. He's going to have to make a run. Uh, and then the last game in week five, Blake gets the big win over Josh. You know, these two, two big guys. Uh, Blake gets a three and two. Josh falls to 0 and five. It is the fifth straight year that we've had one 0 and five team. The problem for the other four that Josh has to go off of all did not make the playoffs, and they finished with a combined record of four and 63. Obviously, they all start with 0 and five records. So, but in those games after their 0 and five start, four and 43. So, Josh not looking good. Last in scoring for the second straight week. It's just not good. Uh, let's get some scores out there. I think start here in week six. I know I'm filming this on Tuesday at 1.30 in the afternoon. Uh, but after one day, obviously, you look at Justin Kiefer, 212 to 29 lead over Kurt. Kurt just can't get any luck right now, and Justin Kiefer's playing well. I think I think people need to get, give uh, Justin Kiefer a second look in this league. Um, Obviously, huge game for me this week against Larry. I've had Larry's number, so we'll see. Uh, and, of course, Kyle, Jack, battle the Cousins. How can you not look at that? Um, I like Kyle's chances to get to 6-0. Jack played well on Monday, though. I'll give him that. He didn't win 146-127 right now here this Tuesday afternoon. But Jack's giving him a game. And um big game, though, is definitely Blake Crawford. He's got a 138-100 lead on Matt here on this Tuesday afternoon. Huge game. They're both three and two. Loser falls to three and three. You got Josh, who could play spoiler this week, could force Justin to three and three. Then you're giving the teams like the Pauls, the Justin Kiefers, the um, you know those guys. They're they're two and three. Uh, the Kurt Irelands are two and three. I I keep forgetting Kurt Irelands two and three because he's such a good team still. Probably the best two and three team out there. And uh, yeah, so those three teams right there. You know, the me and Jack's trying to hang around. Uh, but those teams, like the Justin Keepers, Pauls, the Kurtz, the two and threes right outside the playoffs trying to catch the Blakes, the Mats, the Justin Hill was, that are three and two. So we're all mixed in. We're just about the halfway mark. Uh, so it's going to be huge. 
huge games coming up here on their big week. Not nothing too flashy with the matchups here in week six, but every game is huge in, in Jerry One's Touch League. Yeah, so it's going to be fun. Week six is here. It's underway. And, uh, yeah, but definitely one person I can't wait to talk to is Kyle Murphy, 5-0. and I can't wait to get his thoughts on his team and how he's been doing. So here is that conversation with Kyle. And, um, yeah, should be a good one. So do not go anywhere. Here is that conversation with Kyle. Today's guest on the podcast, he is in his second season in Jerry One Fantasy Sports and his second season of Jerry One Fantasy Basketball. He had an awesome first year last year that got cut short because of the pandemic. But this year, he's off to even a better start. Uh, he's 5-0 and for the first time in his career. Kyle Murphy, my cousin Kyle. Kyle, how's it going? Doing well, Nick. Thanks for having me. And where are you coming from right now? I am in my living room in Cleveland, Ohio. Very nice. And uh, so, yeah, your fantasy basketball team, 5-0. and uh, You're first in scoring – for the regular season scoring championship right now. Once again, you won the championship last year for scoring. Uh, you drafted James Harden with the seventh overall pick this year. You got a couple wins over the Felice brothers already. You played Jack this week. And, uh, yeah, what's your thoughts on your season so far? Uh, no complaints. 5-0, and right? Yep. First in points. I mean, self-explanatory. And, uh, you know, I didn't even think about kicking all my cousins' butts either, so – yeah, yeah. You, Another positive. You got a couple wins over me and Matt. Uh, Matt actually gave you a nice game. You know, he actually gave you a run for his money, even though I think one day he forgot to set his lineup that week, too. And uh, But I don't think it would have mattered. But uh, so you like this team. You, you drafted James Harden. Uh, and now let's, let, let's talk. Let's go actually go back to last year real quick. So you had the best team last year in the regular season. You know, you were the two seed, but you're a top scoring team. You were trailing my college friend Larry in those semifinals with four days ago by 61 points. You had a great year. What were your thoughts on your season getting cut short? Didn't like it. Thought I had the best team. I don't even really remember who was on my team. I just remember thinking I had the best one. So I remember you uh, You got Zion as a pickup. That was – Yeah. Man. Just off the scrap heap somehow. Yeah. And, um, you know, is there any, like – is this a, is, would you call this a unfinished business season this year? Yeah, I think so. Coming out five and zero, you know, I gotta gotta show up since I thought I should have won last year. So let's let's talk. Like, is, is this crazy to think? Because your team was so good last year. Do you think this team this year is even better? Yeah, I mean, I just took a look. I kind of forgot who I had last year. Um. Maybe a little more top-heavy this year and not as deep this year's team. So, I don't know. I can't decide. I'd rather be top-heavy or have the depth across the board. But, yeah, so the records says my team's better this year, I guess. Yeah, so you had the seventh overall pick, which was right behind me. Uh, you drafted James Harden with the seventh overall pick. Were you surprised to get James at seven? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Had to take him when he was there. I think there was a consensus top six, so I was looking past that. So at seven, if any of those six fell, I was going to take them. 
And uh, so he just recently got traded to Brooklyn. Do you think that is a good thing for your team or a bad thing for your team, James Harden? Brooklyn. Well, I think it's good in the sense that he wants to be there. He's going to be on the court. Um, seems to be more active, getting more rebounds, more assists, but we'll see. I don't know if he's going to score 30-something a night anymore either. So hopefully yeah. that goes down a little and the other things go up. I don't know. And uh, he, one thing that's good about him is he's one of those guys that plays every single day. So he, you don't have to really worry about him ever missing a game. And yeah. He's there to put up good points. But uh, your top guy in your team this year has been Sabonis, even though he just recently got with a knee injury. Is that correct? He just had a knee injury? Yep. I think he's fine, though. Yeah. That's what I hear. But he leads your team with 473 points. I mean – what are your thoughts on him so far? He's been pretty good. That's my that's my guy. You know, actually, I, th- I was thinking about taking him second, but I had a little homerism and took Drummond. And then he was still there in the third, which I thought was pretty nuts. So, I mean, I'm not going to say I expected it, but he was putting up similar numbers last year. So, I think he's a little better than a third-round pick. I will say one thing. With me, every other round – me having the pick right uh, right after you. And uh, I will say the one pick that really got me, and I still think about it, is that Drummond pick. I was that close to getting him, and it was in the third round. That was the pick. I was I was like, oh, you know, one of those picks. You're like, damn, I missed out on him. You took Drummond. I was so pissed. But And he's been a, he's been a monster for you, especially your Cavs fan. You know, he's been awesome. Yeah, he's a fantasy guy. I don't know. I don't know about him in real life. Huh? You know, it's the fantasy pot. I won't get into it, but uh, wouldn't mind seeing him on the move. Yeah, and uh, so obviously this is the COVID year. We've added another IR this year because of it. Um, obviously your team's been so successful, but how has it been dealing with COVID this year? And, yeah, kind of. Uh, I do feel like I got a little lucky once in a while. I don't think I – I guess a lot of my team is Cavs and, you know, I got multiple guys from the same team. So, it's uh, – you can't really control having guys out. So, if you get one game with multiple players that get postponed for the week and you don't want to drop them, and it's just kind of dumb luck, I guess. So, I've probably been pretty lucky in that department. I haven't had too many games postponed. One guy that did just come back for your team, um, he's done He's done pretty well. Uh, KP, Christoph Porzingis, is back on your squad. I mean, you thought about how good your team was, and then that guy was just sitting there on your IR waiting to come back. Now he's back. And uh, what are your thoughts on KP? Yeah, actually, I think when I was drafted, I only remember really having him on my board, and then it was like the fifth round. And, I, you know, I like to stash a guy on IR who's going to go a little – lower than they should because they're hurt to start the year. So kind of fell in my lap there too. That's for the, for the long haul. I'd rather win the title than be undefeated, but I guess, yeah. guess I'm going strong in both categories right now. Yeah, right now. And, uh, but one strategy that has worked for you is, uh, and you're not the only owner that does this, but it's like you always like, there's the seven max pickup. You're always like, by the weekend, you're right there towards the Mac. You're always picking people up, always finding guys and two to pick up. And um, is you obviously the strategy's worked, but you are you planning on sticking with the strategy of picking people up throughout the week? Yeah, I mean, 
I hate to broadcast that it's uh, so successful, but I mean, I think you're kind of nuts if you don't do it. You know, I mean, you got to have that. You just got one spot at least to rotate guys in because the math checks out on that. One guy I will say, and I told you this before, is my, uh, my boy, not my boy anymore, but the Marcus Cousins, who was mm-hmm. absolutely shit in the bed all season long. He was hitting single digits. I had to finally drop him. You picked him up. I think it was after you picked him up. You might have picked mm-hmm. him up the night he had that huge game just a couple days ago. And uh, he had like 37 points, and he's still he's averaging only one off. He's only averaging 11 points, but – and obviously, and right now he's your only guy playing tonight. I see. And uh, cousins, you, you, you uh, looking to keep him for a little bit? What's the deal with him? No, I think you might be seeing him back out on the waiver. So if you're a little bummed about it, uh, don't don't pout too much. Might have your chance at him here pretty soon. Yeah, I know. It's just like, um, and he was just so he's been so terrible this year. But he had that one good game just a couple days ago. So we will see on him. I take him as an injury pickup right now. I think he's get Wood back, and he'll be back in the uh, waivers for you. Yeah, and uh, and you picking up people has really helped you to the to your regular season scoring championship last year. What would it mean two years in the league? What would it mean to you to win to have the most points for the year for the second straight year in as many years? What would that What would that mean to you? It's cool. Fantasy basketball is fun, and I'm competitive, so it's nice to win and yeah. rack up the stats. One thing that bums me out about you is we have this group message on Facebook. Maybe we'll have to find a different place. I know you don't have a Facebook right now, and uh, and uh, there's a lot of lot of shit talking in that group right now. And we uh, we need you to get we need you to get in there. It's just nice that you're on right now. Get a visual. People see you. Like I think people call you because. A lot of people don't know who you are, but uh, a lot of people just call you as Phone Slaps because that's the name of your team. And, but, and I'm the silent assassin. Yeah. Let, let my uh, roster do the talking. One familiar guy who did help you out last week was Justin Kiefer. Uh, my college friend Larry was the only other undefeated, and uh, Justin upset him last week. Justin is only 2-3. and three. It's his first year I think he's ever even played fantasy basketball. The reason he said he even wanted to play this year was to get into your uh, the Murphy uh, conversations more is what he said about playing fantasy basketball this year. He's in ninth place right now, ninth in scoring. That's where he belongs. What are your thoughts on Justin his first few weeks playing fantasy basketball? Well, good for him. He's getting uh, – he's finding the right winter sport to follow. Yeah. You know, um, let's see who's he got on his team. I have I don't really, I, you know, I'm one of those guys. I don't look at anyone else's team. That's look good, at my though. team and the waivers. So, all right, Luca. Yeah, he had, yeah. What you think of that? What you think of him taking Luca at one when Greek Freak? Is that when he went first overall. Yeah, and Greek Freak went second. Yeah, I think uh, I, I I would imagine. Giannis has more points, but I think I actually just checked today. I think Luca is actually up there. Is he? Let's see. Yeah, love him. So, guess he made the right call, huh? Yeah. 
Well, there you go. That's why he's knocking off the second place teams. Yeah, he's he's you know he's starting to get the hang of it a little bit, and uh, you know, be really nice to you if you could sweep the Felice brothers, Jack, Justin Kiefer. You know, coming after family and all the people in this league. I don't know. I don't. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> well, he's. You're coming for it. I think winner gets, you know, good chunk of beer money right there. I think it's about 280-something dollars. So that's, you know, that's good beer money. Play for the pride, Nick. I play for the pride. All right, all right. But uh, anybody who comes on my show for the first time plays my game. My game is called How Well Do You Know Your Jerry One Fantasy Sports Teams? Uh, it's five questions from easier to harder. You only have two teams from the two basketball teams. 10 points, 20 points, 30 points, 40 points, 50 points. Most you can win is 150. Top score is 120. Are you ready to play, Kyle? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how well I know my teams, but I'll give it a go. All right, here we go. Well, it gets easier to hard. So for 10 points right here, how many playoffs have you made in fantasy basketball? One, right? And that is correct. Yes. I don't know. Did I? I don't know. Is it a trick question? Did I clinch already? <laughs> no. Don't overthink it. <laughs> All right. At least for these first two. Okay. Twenty points. You're at ten points. How many regular season point championships do you have in fantasy basketball? One. <laughs> and that is correct again. Yes. You're up to thirty points. Perfect score. Okay. Now they're getting tough here. All right. For thirty points, double your score. What is your longest winning streak in fantasy basketball? Didn't you just email that to me this week? Did Wait. I? Uh, I thought you might have. Just seven? Is that your final answer? Well, now, you know, now I'm not sure. Oh, I want to say like five or seven. I thought you just said that to me this week. Uh Sure, seven. And that is correct. Yes, it is seven. Right. You are not at seven yet. If you win this week, you're at seven. Your seven came last year, week eight through 14. You won seven straight games, but you could tie it with a win this week. So that's right. You're up to 60 points. Next question is worth 40. Here we go. Um, speaking of family members, so me and well, I got some help. Oh, here we go. Uh, speaking of family members, me, Matt, Justin Kiefer, and Jack, um, how many career wins do you have against us four? Oh, boy. And I beat two of you this year, you already said. I have no idea what I did against you last year. I don't even know how many – did I play any of you twice? Can you tell me that or no? Uh Here's what I'll do. You guess a number, and if you get it right, you get the points. If you don't, I'll say higher. I'll, I'll give you, if it's higher or lower, and I'll give you half credit if you get the next one. All right, all right. I got two this year. Played you at least three matches last year. Probably played one or two of you twice. So that's like four or five games. Probably one, three or four of them. I'll say five. Final answer. And that is correct. Wow. I, I, I thought it might stop you a little bit because you have two wins against me, two wins against Matt, one against Jack, 
and you haven't played Justin yet. So it is only five right now as we speak. Yes, you were All right. five. All right. You're at 100 points. You're going for the top score. Perfect score. 50 points. Final question. You're trying to come become 6-0 and oh this week. What was your record after six weeks, the first six weeks last season? What was your record? Four and two. And that is correct. You got it. You got them all. Wow. You're the first person on this show to get every single one right. You know your teams, even though you sound like you don't. Maybe some guesses, but you got yeah, them right. A couple of guesses, but it's yeah. the email. I, You know, shout out to the commissioner, keeping yeah. me informed. 150 points. Uh, yeah, the top score. Congratulations. And um, last thing before I get you out of here. Yeah, put that in the smack talk on the Facebook right. for me. I will. I will. 150. <laughs> so undefeated you're undefeated mm -hmm. in any of my fantasy leagues no one has ever gone undefeated has never happened before first of all what would that mean is it just like a cherry like extra you know a cherry on top you know what is what would be undefeated mean to you uh, pretty cool i think i'd rather just win the title first yeah, of we, all when you take some regular season losses but I don't see anything wrong with running the table. I know. And uh, is there a, a bit – what's the biggest threat to you winning the championship this year? Is it one team? Is it one thing? I mean, I, I got to say COVID, right? I mean, getting the playoffs or something and one of your teams just gets a game canceled or two. I mean, hot water there. So, I think this is good. unpredictable. No yeah. matter how stacked your team is. Well, your remaining schedule, I looked up. Your current record right now, your, the remaining of your schedule is a combined record of 18 and 17. So, about 500 teams you're playing for the remainder of the year. So, you know, I've heard I've, – I've even said this. I've heard people say this. They look at you as the threat right now, like the biggest threat. And that people are, you know, saying – in a two-week format in the playoffs, it's going to be very tough to beat you in two weeks, which is 14 days. And so – Tell those people it's tough in one week. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It, it is. But, uh, you, know, you know, I wish the best of luck for you, Kyle. You know, a championship. You got it. It's a big unfinished business season, isn't it, for you? Yep. Don't mean a thing without the ring, right? Yep. 73 and 9 or whatever. Yeah, you know, Jack this week. What's the what's the mindset for Jack this week? You know, he's struggling. Well, I'm already slipping. I was at the Cavs game last night. And so I didn't flop out a postponement game. So I don't know. Maybe I'm vulnerable this week, not paying attention. No. Playing Jack. You know, Jack had a good team last year. This year, you know, it's team not looking too hot, but we will see. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know where Jack's focus is right now. Yeah, the thing about Jack when he's at college, we always, me and Matt always joke about it. It's like, by the weekend comes, he's always going to forget to set his lineup. But <laughs> so yeah, if he gets out ahead of me, I got to hope for the weekend. Yeah, if there's something going on out there in Albany. 
Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to say, Kyle, about your team going forward here? Not really. Uh, hope my Cavs, my trio of Cavs, keep it up. Will there be a trade? Any trades? You got you got a good team right now. Always open for trades. I'm, I, I like to review offered trades more than send out trades. I drafted my guys. I like them. So not a huge trade guy, but always willing to take a look. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I appreciate you coming on, Kyle, to the podcast. Uh, I thank you for coming on, and I wish the best of luck for you down the road. Of course, Nick. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Thanks, Kyle, for coming on. It was good to talk to you. Good to catch up with you. Uh, and, wish, and I wish the best of luck to your team going forward. You know, might be the first undefeated team we've ever seen in Jerry World Fantasy Sports history. So, you know, I always root for history, you know. That'd be cool to see. I think that would just be cool to see. But let's talk a little about fantasy hockey. Got to get in the show. Uh, week two is un- uh, in the books. Week three is underway. Um, as we see, uh, Nate Severance with the Bowden's back win over me. Uh, it's kind of weird to see Nate go 0-1, definitely. But he gets a big win. Top three in scoring, second in scoring. Um, Justin Kiefer, though, was first in scoring. He is now 2-0. He beats Paul 0-2. I'm 0-2. Me and Paul both had unlucky weeks. And while um, Josh Langley, only guy didn't score 100, he was last in scoring. But me and Nate played, and then Justin Kiefer and Paul played in week two. We were the four semifinals. They had their season cut short last year. And uh, different matchups. I was playing Paul. And Nate was playing Justin, but we had all our seasons cut short, and we were the top four scorers in uh, week two. So we um, we still we're still at the top of our game. But me and Paul come on with un- unlucky weeks, while Nate and Justin get the big wins. Uh, Justin gets two zero. He's got a huge game this week against Matt. I think it's going to be the biggest Justin Kiefer Matt Police game we've ever seen in Jerry One. Uh, Matt's never beaten Justin in Jerry One, so. We'll see if Matt can finally get over the hump and finally take down Dustin Kiefer, who's really made a name here over in the Fantasy Hockey League. Maybe he's a little upset we didn't get his categories in there. I know he was a big guy that wanted the categories, but uh, it was turned down by the league to stick with points. You never know. It's kind of like a play with a year. Could have been a play with a year with the shortened season. Uh, you know, we definitely got to do something with scoring. Got to change it up. Got to make goalies bigger. There's a lot of improvements with this league, but the league must go on, and Justin Kiefer's ready to, you know, make this league his own. And um, But the biggest game, I think, in uh, week two was Q, who was staring at 0-2, and Jack, who was staring at 2-0. Q comes back from nine points down on Sunday to stun Jack with a one-point victory. Jack falls to 1-1, while Q gets to 1-1. And uh, this is a huge game for – a huge win for Q. You know, he needed this. He's got a big game against Paul this week. He really put Paul on a huge hole. So a huge win for Q. You know, you got to remember this was the one seed just a couple years ago. Regular season scoring champion in Q. Uh, he's got the tools to do it. We'll see if he uh, keeps it going. And then Matt, how can we not talk about Matt? He's been off to a good start. He didn't finish top four in scoring. Got a lucky week. Um, but – you know, him and Q got lucky weeks. We don't talk about lucky weeks. We talk about unlucky weeks. But because if you win, you win. 
And Matt got the big win over Josh. Really manhandled him. It was a battle of one and O's. Josh falls to one and one. Matt goes to two and O. Matt trying to make the playoffs. He's the only owner in this league that hasn't made the playoffs yet. So big game with him and Justin Keeper, like I said. It's going to be huge. Uh, Jack playing Nate. You know, we're talking about Jack, who's just almost 2-0. and Now he plays Nate this week, and he could be one and two. And then, of course, Q Paul, like I said, huge game. Could really put Paul in a hole. Josh could put me in a hole. Josh played terrible in week two, but he beats me this week, and he's already off to a 9 nothing start here on this Tuesday afternoon. Josh could put me in a hole. So me and Paul got to go to get a get a win. We're both 0-2. 0-3 would be costly. Uh, it's kind of weird because we were so good last year. We're playing the semifinals. Me and Paul off to slow starts. But don't count us out yet. It's a long season to go. Five teams make it out of the eight. So a lot of spots. Over half the league makes the playoffs. Top three get a bye. A lot of season to play. But, you know, a little excitement. Cute with a nice comeback went on Sunday in week two. Nate bounces back. Some exciting stuff so far. Matt and Justin Kiefer off the great start. So. Fancy hockey, there you go. Week three, here we go. Ten-week regular season. This trade deadline is on Monday, March 1st at noon Eastern. So less than five weeks right Come on, maybe we'll see a trade. But that's it for the show, really. Uh, no birthday shout-outs this week. Um, I just want to remind you, you can listen to this podcast. Maybe you're listening to it right now on Apple Podcasts plus iTunes, which is also the podcast app on your iPhone. Spotify. Anchor, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Breaker. And you could also watch us on YouTube, which you probably are right now. So, yep, trade deadlines, like I'll remind you. I'll keep reminding you throughout the next couple podcasts. February 22nd, Fantasy Basketball at noon Eastern. That's a Monday. Also on Monday, March 1st, is the Fantasy Hockey trade deadline at noon Eastern as well. But uh, thank you, Kyle, for coming on. Great to talk to you. Great to catch up with you. Uh, best of luck, everyone, in week six of fantasy basketball. And best of luck in week three of fantasy hockey. Um, yeah, that's been the show. That's episode 17 for you. It's in the books. Uh, I'm Nick Feliz. Set your lineup, and we'll see you next time on the Jerry One Podcast.